Okay, everybody, I think this is the fifth time I've tried this. I've been interrupted by something or someone, and I'm hoping I get through it this sixth time, a fifth time. Okay, one of those times. So I was reading my scriptures this morning, and I was reading Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, and most of us know this, this verse when somebody starts reading it. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, this scripture wasn't, like, I wasn't trying to decipher it or anything. It was just my morning scripture, and I was reading it. But some little thing came in my head, and it was like, why do we make the word so complicated? <laughs> you know, why do we make trying to live for Christ so complicated? Like, if I was reading, if I had a friend who didn't, you know, didn't really read the Bible, you know, not saying they don't believe there's a God, but don't really believe in God, you know what I'm saying? If I had them read this, they would probably come to the same conclusion I did from reading the scripture. So if they come in and say, if my people, so God saying to them, if y'all do, do this, this will happen. So if my people, God's people, which now, now I'm speaking for this other person which are called by my name, so they're called by God's name, should humble themselves, so these people should humble themselves, so they should not be big-headed, think they're all that, and pray, so these people must pray and seek my face and seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways, so they must turn from the bad things that they're doing, then I will hear from heaven, then God saying he will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin. Now God's saying, if you do all this, I will forgive your sin, and it says we'll heal their land. So God's going to heal their land also, so they'll prosper in whatever they're doing. Now, you know, you probably can go anywhere on, what is it, uh, YouTube, Facebook, all them things, and find somebody who done spent 30 hours, okay, on this one scripture. Okay, I might be exaggerating the 30 hours, but you never know. So I'll give them five hours trying to decipher this, and then they get on and try to tell you what it means. Really? I just, I think what is so amazing is how profound we want to be. You know, we want to be these these intelligent people on about Christ when basically most of them aren't living it. Most of them are getting information from somebody else anyway. Now the information which you should be getting your information from is who? Christ. So if you're reading the Bible and there's something you don't understand, you ask God to give you revelation. And it might be through a person. You know, you might listen to something like, oh my God. That's just the answer I needed, you know. And God uses us to help other people. You know, he uses people. And he's not always just you laying in bed one night and he's poof speaking in your in your ear. No, sometimes he'll send that to some old lady down the road and y'all started talking and she said something and it just solidified what you were um, either going through or trying to deal with. All it takes is an open mind, an open heart, 
And I believe that God would definitely give you what you need. Because I remember when I first started teaching Bible study, I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I I am not a scripture. Um, I do not memorize scripture. I do not. I cannot tell you, like, I cannot read the Psalm 23. I, I can't say that all the way through. You know, there's things that I don't have the ability to do like other people. And I have a friend who's definitely, you know, she is not a walker in Christ. and But she can quote a scripture. I mean, this girl can quote scriptures. I probably sitting there going, how in the world? How do you remember? How do you know that? Here I am supposed to be this Christian girl, Christian lady. I can't, I can't spew out scripture like that. I'll give you Jesus well. <laughs> you know, I might give you parts of one, but no. And it's amazing. So it's not all about you trying to make it seem like you know every scripture. It's supposed to be about you reading it for yourself so it can change you. Then somebody will see you change. And then they'll ask you, what what did you do or what are you doing differently that I see in you? Which will, in turn, help that person. And then, you know, it goes on and on and on. You know, we don't need to have five-hour Bible studies trying to decipher the word. The word don't need to be deciphered. It needs to be in indwelling. So we must find a way to get that scripture get that word in us spiritually so we can help somebody else. We don't, God said, he don't need y'all. He already know, <laughs> he already know his word. He know what people need and he know how to give you your revelation on it, right? You know, you, you read stuff, because I know I read some scriptures and I'm like, hmm, what does that mean? Because I saw one last, was it last night? And it was about, I probably have to try to look it up, um, but this just came to me. It was about one of those Revelation chapters. Y'all know, y'all know, come on, come on, you know that Revelation. You'd be like, oh, what, are they, what is he talking about? Um, hmm. You know how it says Jesus was saying, um, I'd rather you to be, I'd rather you to be, Lukewarm? No, don't be lukewarm, but be hot or cold. Come on, come on, y'all, help me out, help me out. I, I'm going to, I am going to find this. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. So then, because of thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot. I would spew thee out of my mouth. So you look at that and you say, well, hmm, what is God saying? Um, he knows that I'm not hot or cold, right? But he would rather I be hot or cold because now that I am not hot or cold, I'm lukewarm. And he would spit me out, my, out of his mouth. Oh my gosh. 
and, you know, and, and I sit and I'm like, oh, I really don't, I really don't have a, um, how you want to put it, a answer for that. I don't, I can't sit here and say, I know what that means now. He said, I wish I could wish you were cold or hot. So he wants us to be cold or hot. Now, I know I jumped on something and I'm like, but this is where you were, I would, because I always try to ask God for revelation or ask God to help me understand his word before I read it. And I did not do that. So I'm hoping the next time, maybe I'll just focus on that and I can speak on that. And everybody else can look it up, too. It's Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 through 17. I'm going to read this, and this is the New King James Version. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. So this is Jesus saying, he's saying, I know what you're doing. You're not cold. <laughs> you're not. He said, I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Come on now. Come on. God, Jesus saying, wait, 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 wait. You're not cold. This water is not cold, and this water is not hot. It's lukewarm. It's a mixture of cold and hot. So he's saying, okay, since you're not either cold nor hot, he said, I spit you out. Because how many people want lukewarm water for their tea and for their coffee? They don't. They want it hot, or these days they want it cold. And if it's not hot, then they're complaining. If it's not cold, then they're complaining, right? Because they're saying, I want, my, I want my hot water for my coffee. I want my coffee to be hot. I don't want it to be cold. And so Jesus said to them, I don't want you to walk around here on one side today and on the other side tomorrow because you can't be one other. You can't be both at the same time. You cannot be a Christian and a sinner at the same time. You it, you one or the other. Uh oh, I didn't expect that to come out. You want you cannot be a Christian and be a sinner at the same time. It's not possible. And somebody say, well, nope, it's not possible. Because if you don't, if you don't sin, you are not a Christian. You're a sinner. But yeah, I'm still a Christian. No, 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 no. A Christian is what? What's a Christian? You Christ-like. So if you have sin, Christ is sin. So if you have sin, you are not Christ-like. He's like, oh, I know. I know. It's twisting in my head, too. I cannot walk around cursing people out, being mean and nasty. Oh, God. Hello, ma'am. Once I answer the phone, I need a pin number off this phone to transfer this phone over. You need a pin. Well, oh, is CJ here? Oh, I ain't seen CJ since I've been up. Been oh. oh, Lord. Okay. Let me go. <laughs> Let me go see. He polished him. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm leaving alone. So, how about a black 
somebody black. What? Somebody black grandma. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lady. Okay, stop, stop. <sighs> okay. Oh, then I'm almost there. <laughs> Jason, yes. what are you doing? Liar. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, I am back. And Paula heard everything. <laughs> I I don't know. Let me um stop this. <laughs> 